Hello and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man throws seed on the land. Night and day while he sleeps, when he is awake the seed is sprouting and growing. How he does not know. Of its own accord, the land produces first the shoot, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the crop is ready, he loses no time. He starts to reap, because the harvest has come. He also said, What can we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable can we find for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, at the time of its sowing in the soil, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet once it is sown... It grows into the biggest shrub of them all and puts out big branches so that the birds of the air can shelter in its shade. Using many parables like these, he spoke the word to them, so far as they were capable of understanding it. He would not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything to his disciples when they were alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Do we, I wonder, have eyes to see what God is doing? The readings this weekend are filled with growth metaphors, describing the kingdom of God like a seed, a mustard seed, no less. The parables of Jesus operate, of course, on various levels. On the most basic level, today's gospel may seem quite simple. God can bring great things from the smallest of beginnings. Now this is fine and true and Jesus is communicating a very important message to the first heroes of the gospel that the kingdom of God is not what they expected to be. This small group of people hearing this preacher in a remote part of the Middle East is in fact the beginning of something great, the kingdom of God. Don't be put off by appearances, Jesus is essentially saying. What seems to be a little group will take root and will become the biggest shrub of them all. Scripture, of course, though, works on a number of levels, always, and speaks to us personally when we allow it to. You see, we live in a time and in a place where it seems that many people, quite nobly, um, want to change the world, as it were. We see this particularly amongst young people and young adults who want to make a difference in the world. They're not happy with the status quo. They have a passion for justice, for peace, for caring for our environment, for making positive changes. We see this in the various justice and peace movements. We glimpse something of this in the frequent protests and campaigns against injustices. This is not just 
the prerogative of Christians. People of goodwill generally want to build up the world to be a better place for themselves and for their children. Yet, one of the tragedies of our age is that few people really know where to start to build this better world. Even many Christians struggle to know where to begin in order to build the kingdom of God. The truth, however, remains what it has always been. We begin with ourselves. We cannot be people who change the world if we are not changed ourselves. The gospel starts with us. If we want to be people who build up the kingdom of God, then we must know the kingdom of God personally. For the kingdom of God is not some abstract idea. In fact, the kingdom of God has a face, a name. The kingdom of God is Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus didn't just bring about the kingdom. He is the kingdom made flesh. We can only build the kingdom if we have a living, personal relationship with him. This is why St. Paul, in our second reading, talks in so explicit terms about how we must please the Lord above all else, whether we're alive or we're dead. St. Paul knew that our relationship with Jesus must affect how we live, how we behave, who we are. The kingdom of God begins with us. We need to be people of the kingdom, and we do this by learning to know and love Jesus and to live for him. This relationship begins in small ways and grows as we go deeper with him. It deepens when we say to Jesus a simple prayer along the lines of, I want to know you. I mess up when I try to do things on my own. Lord, help me to know you and to do things with you and for you. Now this relationship has to be fed. Fed by the sacraments, nourished by prayer. Now prayer is talking to God and listening to God and spending time with God. And relationships like seeds need to grow, need to be nourished. And if they are not nourished, they are weak and they do not grow. And if they are too weak, eventually they will die. This nourishment, our spiritual food, is above all in Holy Communion when Jesus feeds us with his very self. It's also in a regular life of prayer. Now, this is important. Prayer is not a one-way thing. We are very good in the Catholic tradition at saying prayers. You know, saying rosaries, saying litanies, saying devotions. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying these devotions and, and prayers aren't important. But if this is all prayer is, then it's severely lacking. Real relationships are nourished when we listen and when we spend time with the person we are in relationship with. People who are in love can just sit and be in each other's presence and not feel the need to say anything at all. And the same is true with God. 
to listen to God, we need to learn the language of God. Silence. And we also need to be people who are comfortable just being with God in his silence. It is in the loving rest of God's silence where he does his most magnificent work on our soul. In his silence, he strengthens us, molds us into the people he has created us to be. Just as the seed in the gospel grows in silence, seemingly at first in imperceptible ways, so too our souls are nourished and grow as we spend time in the loving silence of God. Brothers and sisters, if we truly want to build up the kingdom of God, it begins with us. It begins with our relationship with Jesus Christ. It begins by getting to know him in the silence. We must, if we are serious about our spiritual lives, spend time in silent prayer with God. Spending time in his presence without the need to say or even read anything. Spend time silently pondering his word in the Bible. Spend time simply listening to his promptings in the silence of our hearts. The kingdom of God is like a seed that is planted in the soil of our hearts and nourished by prayer. Let us never be afraid to meet God and spend time with him in the silence of his love. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic parish at Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at Father Luke G and Instagram at Father Luke Goymore. Stay safe and God bless you. <laughs>